Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's Sal Capaccio. Sal Capaccio. Okay, so Sal, I said a few minutes ago, Sal likes a good trivia question, because I feel like my Super Bowl trivia appetite has just not been that strong, but today I'm feeling it a little bit. And Bulldog said, everybody does. Everybody likes a good trivia question. I don't know, though. I think of you as someone who likes them more than most. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I love trivia. My um, first real like thing I wanted to do in life when I realized I wasn't going to be the center fielder of the New York Yankees or a wide receiver for the Buffalo Bills, uh, I wanted to be a game show host. I love this stuff. So this is like right up my alley, definitely. Yes. All right. I've got... Uh... Three questions. We don't have to do them all. Actually, let's pick one. Which one do you guys want? One, two, or three? Each one has four correct answers. Um, I don't you know. Bulldog, you pick. <laughs> I'll go question number one. Good choice. Great choice, actually. Name the four coaches, head coaches, to coach in a Super Bowl against teams they formerly were the head coaches for. Four coaches who went against their former teams. Does this count Andy Reid? No. Andy Reid will be the fifth. Okay. That's why it was really good well, to pick I, question one. Because that that's right now. Like that's gonna change. Andy Reid is about to be added to this list. Okay. Um I have two right off the bat that I know of. Um would you like me to say him, Bulldog, and then we can go from there? Um sure, if you're if you're confident. I, I have one one spring to mind that I'm not I'm I'm like fifty fifty on. So say the two that you're sure of. Oh, oh, actually, wait a minute. Did he do that? Well, the the easy one right off the bat is John Gruden. John Gruden for Tampa against the Raiders, and that mm-hmm. was right away. Right, that was like right the away. First year after he left the yeah, Raiders right and away. went to Tampa. Yeah. Yes, the year before the was had, the tuck rule. No, no, I no, I did not okay. think of that one. I I thought of this other one, and I haven't thought of any others. So I'm sort of stuck on my one. Go ahead. I'm not sure of. Weeb Eubank? Weeb Eubank is right. Very yes. good. 
He was the Colts coach for many years and then beat the Colts as the Jets coach in Super Bowl three. One is still um, active. I was thinking, well, I was thinking, did, did Don Shula do this, Bulldog, with the Dolphins? And, like, when did he, I'm trying to what You know what, he... I thought of him before I thought of Weeb Eubank, and that's how I got to the Jets and the Colts. Shula, right there. before it, the Dolphins, I, I don't, I don't, I don't think, no. AFC think, Championship. Okay, okay. AFC Championship for Miami beating Baltimore, but yeah, not the Super yeah. Bowl. Right. Not the Super Bowl. Okay. Um, two left, one recently died, and one is still active. Two left, one recently died. Oh, oh, you know what? Wait a minute. Isn't, isn't Was Dan, Dan Reeves the head Dan coach Reeves, of the Falcons Atlanta against the Broncos? Against Denver. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Dan Reeves, and then one is still active. We both got to that is one he, at the same time. So. Is, the, yeah, is the Dan Reeves one the uh, – okay, so, yeah, he's the guy. He, he died recently, I guess yes. you're saying? Yes. <laughs> One is still active. Well, just have to go through the active coaches and think about who has been. Um, it's not Vic Fangio. <laughs> um, well, I mean, Belichick did have a couple stints, but only in the AFC. Um, let's see. I'm trying to think. It, it's, Belichick think, is a little – it's not right, but it's a little bit close. Like, he was famously the Giants – uh, defensive right. coordinator and coached against the Giants twice, but no, he was not their head coach. Um, trying to think of people, not Tomlin. Right. Uh, we said Andy Reid, not him. Bulldog, you got anything here? Um, I had Kyle Shanahan in my head, but that doesn't work. I don't think. Um. No, I don't know. I'm blind. No, that doesn't work. So, let's see. Eagles, Giants, no. Oh, oh no. Ron Rivera. Did Ron? No, he wasn't. The can, you, can you stop, stop talking for a sec? Just for a quick sec? Yes. Listeners, yes. come on, right? Come on, guys. That's what you're thinking out there. Come on, guys. We also right. want to move this along, but come on, guys. You got, Come on, guys. <laughs> well, well, One more name, but come on, guys. That's what they're saying. That's what I'm hearing out there. If I take my headphones off, out there... You couldn't even see me do that, so why did I actually do it? That's what they're saying. Come on, guys. The other, well, the the part of the problem for me was, um, okay, I was trying to think of, yeah, I couldn't, uh, yeah, forget it. No, what All I was right. going to say, I got lost in what I was going to say. Is it, It's not, wait a minute, it's not, um, it's not <laughs> Doug Peterson, right? No. Because no, he didn't, okay. No, he hasn't been back, yeah. Sean McVay, no. He wasn't the head coach. Oh, wait a minute. No? Was Pete Carroll? Who was? Pete Carroll. Pete Carroll. Patriots. Right. He was the head coach of the Patriots. Correct. Right. right. Okay. Yeah. Correct. Man, it took me a while to get there. I'm, I'm yeah. glad you didn't give it to me, though. I want to uh, thank my friend Greg for this question. He came out with it on Twitter a couple days ago. That's what I, that's what I went right. with. All right. I like it. Sal, that is all the time we have. <laughs> All right. No. Good talking with you guys. Um, Sales appearance is always brought to you by. <laughs> yeah. Are you feeling this game yet? Like, it's really mm. it's no bills, but, I mean, two one seeds and it, Super Bowls have been a lot less appealing, I think, than this one. Yeah, I think that it should. I should be feeling it more, and I'm not. I, I should be really more into it because I think it's going to be a good game. I do. I think it's going to be a good game. I don't know who's going to win. I think the line is really pretty even, Mike. What is it right now? One and um, a half. 
Yeah, I mean, you don't get much closer than that for a Super Bowl. Uh, I, I like the kind of a contrast a little bit between the two teams and what they want to do and the way that the Eagles can run and their lines and all the skill guys that you know Mahomes likes to get it to. So I like that. Um, I like the storyline of Reed going against his former team. And then Sirianni, I think I have a vested interest there, knowing the family mm-hmm. from here in Western New York. Um, so I should be more into it than I am. I think I'm just still a little bit jaded because of, you know, the Bills not getting there again and losing. And honestly, just the, the Chiefs just keep going every year. And that's kind of lost its luster for me as well. Is, and I've been asking this a couple times not today. Not year, but you get it. Yeah. Talking about it, is it going to be annoying, Sal? If I'm right, and I don't know that you agree that I am, that next year the Bills are at a point now where, okay, well, this is nice, this is fine, good for you, but it's the play. It's all about the playoffs now. I mean, it was, it always is for everybody. It's just now that they've been close and lost, relatively close three times. I feel like this is going to be how people talk about them, like on broadcasts next year and I don't know I doubt it'll really matter to anything the Bills might get a question now and again about this but you you build a reputation teams do this in sports when they don't get there uh when they're really good but they don't get there so I think this is going to be a big narrative this year and it'll be annoying but um maybe meaningless I think we were there this year to be quite honest with you okay I think that's what this year was about it was again about well they should have been there two years ago, and it's 13 seconds last or they we got to the AFC Championship two years ago, and 13 seconds last year, and, you know, it doesn't matter. None of that stuff matters. Just just get – and it was about home field advantage again, and then that slipped by at the end with everything that happened. It really was. But, yeah, I think it's from a different angle, though, that will keep happening, no doubt about it. Now it becomes more about even external pressure on do you have the right people and those kinds of questions. Right. But I, I think that part of it already started – but now I think we get even more of the, all right, like, wh- what are we doing here and what do we really have to change if that, I mean, some of that's starting to happen now, but I think next yeah. year becomes even more so like that. It's To me, it's like entering like the Green Bay Packers type territory, right, where they're just, there's always something that, why can't this team do it? What's the change? What's going on with the now quarterbacks in a different part of his career? Obviously, he's great. Uh, the head coach, they made a change. Like, all those kinds of things just... Every year, it doesn't matter what they do in the regular season. It's about if they can go to the Super Bowl. How, how much, if at all, I mean, I asked this recognizing that, I, I don't know, I guess it's possible you had, you know, an off-the-record conversation leaning up against somebody's locker or something um, as this all wound down, Sal. But I, I feel like I'm, I'm going to ask you to just sort of take your, take your guess at it. How much, if at all, do you think that might be creeping in on the players? Like, do you think that, that, that it's feeling a little repetitive to them? Like, the ones that have been here, like, I'm thinking of Diggs and his frustration in the Cincinnati game almost right from the start, and certainly by the end we all saw it, stormed out and all that. Um, like, I, you know, I realize guys get over that and it's in the moment, but is there somewhere in there, you know, room for frustration and maybe a fear that nothing is changing and so why is the result going to change? I actually think it's the opposite from from players I've talked to, from getting the feeling of people around, um, whether you just have a conversation or you're interviewing them or whatever. I think there's still a very firm belief in this organization and what they're doing from the players and in their coaching staff and in their front office. And 
I, I think Micah Hyde, it's funny because I just brought up the Packers. He's been a part of that. He was with the Green Bay, and they couldn't get there. Now he's in Buffalo, and they've fallen short, and he has referenced that. And he has you talked about like how hard it is, really how hard it is, and the the toughest losses you could imagine. And he even brought up when the the year that the Packers lost when they thought they had it, and then the the Seahawks recovered the onside kick and got to overtime and won the game. And 13 seconds last year, and those kinds of things, I think players really appreciate the fact that they're in this thing every year, and they have a great chance to win it every year. And sure, it might be frustrating in the moment, like you said. Diggs is an example. I think Isaiah McKenzie, maybe some of his comments at the end of the year and, mm-hmm. you know, how they could be interpreted, like, what's going on? We don't know. Like, we, we did it the regular season. Why can't we do it in the playoffs? And here we are again. Like, he said something to that effect. Mm-hmm. That can happen, and maybe individually they have oh, – maybe I wasn't used right, and I wish something would change. I think, though, it's really the opposite, that they are very, very much of the belief that they have the right people here and they just need to – finish it off and do a better job when it comes time to win those games what's your latest on Poyer is there any there's nothing new right I mean just we're gonna see what what happens here in the coming weeks Poyer Edmonds the big name free agents how do you how do you sort of see like the the timing of these players well I don't see anything happening imminently with either of them I go back and think about I was thinking about this today actually when Milano resigned it was like really during the. Is it right like, during the negotiation period? It was, negotiation the day, period or it was right maybe during the tampering period. It was before yep. free agency opened, but it was maybe within twenty four hours or so. Right. So, I think maybe like that's what you might be looking at, especially with a guy like Edmonds. Like maybe try to get something done before he actually hits the free agent market. Um, you know, and sure, these guys. You know, we know there's backdoor channels and people talking and stuff like that. Um, but I think the timeline would be more of let's try to get something done so we have certainty. Um, you don't want to get to – because once – it works both ways, by the way. Like once free agency starts, A, the player, now all of a sudden you, he can go anywhere and he can talk to anybody and they're negotiating. He can actually go on visits. But the team might move on. And the team may say, look, we can now get our hands on this other guy. And we didn't want to do it. We didn't have to go down that road. Like I, I'm pretty sure that's what happened with Harrison Phillips. Like Harrison Phillips, he he wanted to come back. I know that. I talked to him, and they had you know they had talked a little bit around the combine time and things like that. Things kind of cooled down, and once they got to a point of well, you know what? Now they're going to go out and sign um, Quentin Jefferson and Mario Addison, and you know revamp the defensive line that way. Whoever else they did that year, like it just becomes a you know he has some feelers, you do too, and you you kind of go your separate ways. So I don't think they want to get to that. I don't think they wanted to get there with Milano a couple of years ago. They didn't, and they made it work. I would think they don't want to get there with Edmonds. They don't want to use the franchise tag on him, given the number it's going to be. Poyer, I think, is a little different here. I think Poyer, going back to last training camp, it has always, always tracked to me and seemed like this was inevitably going to be him heading to free agency and probably signing with another team unless he's willing to come back on a short deal for not a, not a ton of money. And I don't know if that's going to happen. And we all know that his wife is pretty outspoken on social media. They have certain political beliefs, and I think there's certain places she'd like to live. I know they already have a place in Miami where he lives. I don't know for sure if the Dolphins like are going to be a major player here, but it absolutely would not surprise me if that is the case. I think his brother tweeted something recently of to the effect of, I'm going to have to learn to start liking some of the fan bases I have learned to hate. Something like that. So it just starts to right. starts to point in a lot of directions for you. 
Yep. Interesting. Um, what did you think of what did you what did both of you think of Roger Goodell today saying the officiating in the NFL has never been better? I think he's probably right. Uh, it's not the same as saying it's great. He wouldn't want to say that, but I think you know he's probably thinking, Sal, like the 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 mechanisms in place, yes. the the replays, the sky ref that they're getting better at not just better, more correct calls, you know, quote correct, but they're doing them, getting them in faster, and it's sort of moving better. Mike, you're 100 percent right. That's exactly what he meant, and of course, the quote comes off as, "Are you kidding me?" Like, look how bad the officiating is every week. We're talking about all of this stuff, mm-hmm. but he went on to talk about that stuff and said, "We have." He said, "Mistakes happen. We know they happen, but we have so much of a better ability to correct them now." And I'm not here to tell you that. Oh yeah, they're, that's amazing either. But I do understand that point of we've done a lot of things to at least get us to a point where we can correct some of the mistakes that have happened on the field, even though they're not all totally 100% correctable and these mistakes happen. Um, He was asked specifically, and the reason why he was answering this question was about the third down play during the Chiefs-Bengals game. Mm -hmm. And he did touch on that. And he said, that's actually not like there was nothing different about that play than any other play that gets blown dead. He said the clock operator just, you know, didn't do it right or something along those lines. So I don't know, maybe a little protecting there because but, I think that that play, the way it looked kind of looked weird, but he said there was really nothing different about that play than any, I, a lot of plays that happen every week. I think he's right about that. It made total mm-hmm. sense. They just made a mistake. The The clock mm-hmm. was not supposed to be running and no official noticed that it was until, like, what, a half second or so before the ball was snapped or right around the time the ball was snapped when a, not the referee, someone's running in. From way in the back. Yeah, like yeah. he noticed it, and too late, no, no, nobody, none of the other officials was watching him in, in that moment. Like, And really none of the players seemed to notice him either, which is yeah. why the play looked like it went off without a hitch, which is why the Bengals were so mad, and so were a lot of us out here watching, going, like, what are you doing? Yeah, yeah I think but, it was probably right. The explanation made sense, but it still looked bad. And it was, right, the head official is the one who made the mistake because he, he said, the clo- told the clock operator, start, the, start the, play, the play clock and the clock on my on my signal. And he shouldn't have because the preceding play had been an incomplete pass. So the clock, the right. game clock, shouldn't have been running. Right? Ron uh, Torbert, I believe, yeah. in that one. I like it when a ref's wearing glasses, though. I like him because he wear, wears glasses. <laughs> ever see, Sal, ever see the John Madden NFL Films clip from decades ago where he... He was talking about how one day I realized none of the officials wears glasses. And, like, how can you guys all just, you know, they're older guys. How can they all not need glasses? And Madden was talking <laughs> oh, about I, that one day. So. I don't think so. But the, I'd, I'd wear glasses if, even if I didn't need them because it just sort of gives off a, a, a sense of, uh, you know, I, I, I care. I, I want to be able to see correctly. I'm not above wearing glasses here as a, as a referee. You do wear glasses too, don't you? Yes, I do. Yes. But they, what I learned and, and never knew until I went in and found out that I needed them was that it's inevitable once you reach the age of 50 or come close to 50 years old. Rob didn't like hearing that. Remember Bulldog? Like yeah, Rob, I know. I know. Rob's I know. like, I know I need them. But, but I never knew that you couldn't just like gray hair or baldness or anything. I never knew that you you necessarily would need glasses like once you get to be a certain age. But that's what they told me. So I felt better about it. Oh well, I I, I didn't know that either, and you, now I'm you are coming up I'm, on that on that number. <laughs> I'm gonna be fifty in just almost exactly two months on April fourth. That's right. Good luck with that. Look out, Seth. 
Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Thank you. Ask us anything. Thank AMA. You. You'll get it right <laughs> if you need glasses. You're, 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 you, you know, accessorize. You'll, you'll, you'll be fine. One more question. How about what? Maybe you guys can redeem a little bit. Ready? I don't know about redeem. We got redeem. it right. Go I, I had Weeb Eubank. It, what, what, redemption. It, 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 it was victory took a while. Weeb Eubank. All right. it, it was, took a while, but we was, got it there. You got. I gave you all the time you needed. Okay, go ahead. Just like when a pitcher goes in because the last pitcher was hurt. All right. One, two, three running backs, three players in Super Bowl history that have played for the Bills have rushed for 100 yards or more in a Super Bowl. This does not include Dominic Rhodes, by the way. Just throwing that name out. Okay. He he did it for Indianapolis, and he was with the Bills, but he was released before the season started, 2009, I think. All right. So who are the okay. three former Bills to have rushed for 100 yards in a Super Bowl? Can, can they have done it while they were playing for the Bills? It's That's possible, yes. Okay, so Thurman Thomas. Thurman Thomas, 135 in the giant one. What, um, what a game I he would... had. Antoine Smith? Just missed. Mm. Oh. Good name. He had 92 in the first Patriots win over the Rams. Hold oh. on. Do we want to go Marshawn here? Who? I, think, I don't know. E. Yeah. I, you know who I'm thinking of? D- is it possible, Sal? There, there were there's, – there's like a, a trio of, of Denver running backs – Mm-hmm. One of whom played ended up playing here, and could he have? No, because they won. They, they won with they won with Terrell, Terrell Davis. It, it, that's not right. Stop stop that train of thought. It's not I, not. I, I think Marshawn. He, he played in two. I think one of those he at least had to have a hundred yards. I'm going to go Marshawn Lynch. That's correct. He had 102 in the oh, New England goodness. loss. Okay. Of course, they had given them the ball at the goal line. He would have finished with 99 because he would have been tackled for a three yard <laughs> loss. Or mm-hmm. scored. Or scored the winning touchdown. You never know. All right, so it's Thurman, it's Marshawn Lynch, and one more. Also not wow. like in a super obscure name. So don't go deep diving okay. here. Oh, oh, right. O.J. Simpson. Not O.J. Simpson. <laughs> never did it. Actually, little known fact, never did it. Wait, never did what? Well, right, he Sorry, did right. it, but never rushed for 100 yards in a Super Bowl. Wow. But he didn't do. Well, okay. Sorry, everyone. I make no apologies. 
I have uh, I have nothing left to offer, Sal. <laughs> this player never appeared for the Bills in the postseason, but wait, yes, he did. <laughs> yes, he did. Never mind. Let me make sure about that. Yes, he did. I was trying to get you off someone like who did this for the Bills. No, like Kenneth Davis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Uh, is not the answer. He was in the '80s, I think, once. Well, did the player do it before or after his Buffalo career in the Super Bowl? Before, before. Okay, okay. That's gonna be a little tougher for me here. Um, I can't think of a think of '80s and nine, maybe '90 Bills running back that came to Buffalo towards the tail end of their career. Maybe someone like that. You're that on the right track, about? but the timing isn't right. You're on the. It's the right kind of player. Oh wow! So you'd have to. You're talking '70s, maybe even. Nope. Oh, okay. Sean McDermott was the coach. Oh, my. It's recent. Frank Gore. Sean Frank McDermott Gore. was the coach. Oh, yeah. Thank Bulldog, you. Bulldog, good job. Wow. Frank, Frank Gore won 10 for the Niners in the loss to Baltimore. Okay. All right. yeah. yeah. All right. Good. That feel good? I feel good. Yeah, I liked it. I good. like it. Good. Yeah. Good, Me too. good trivia. Me too. All right. Super Bowl week. Got to do a little trivia. Thank you, Sal. Mm-hmm. You got it. That's our Sal Capaccio on the Western Hotline. His appearances are always brought to you by New York's only outlet, Liquor. When you need to stock up, it's the place to buy a case once your outlet. couple things we've been on today, assuming Dorsey and Frazier are safe, given no changes yet, and several teams making moves at coordinator positions. Also, how the bills are going to be talked about this year. Will it be different? Sal was interesting. It's like, I think they already were. Last year, seen as a team, like the the point of, not the point, but the thing about them just not getting to the Super Bowl or even the AFC Championship last year, I mean, that's that could get annoying this year. Uh, maybe you have a thought on that or whether maybe you think that they have some flaw like that that means that, that is why they have not been able to win uh, or go further in the playoffs. Anyway, just Bills, all right? Super Bowl, 803-0550 <laughs> is the number. Try, try so hard, you know? <laughs> yeah. Back after the update, Mike Schopen, the Bulldog, WGR. The experience in age. I mean, this is a really unique situation that he's he's entering his, his age 24, 25 season, something like that, as a five-year starter on a defense that has been really at the top of the league throughout that entire time. And so, you know, it's... It's to me. It's hard to let that go away. It's hard, you know. Even if you bring in another player, it's hard for that player to just pick up the pieces and acclimate. So he he really does make a big difference for this defense, and, and really it is my expectation that the Bills are making this top priority to bring bring him back. Joe Marino, GI Joe, locked on Bills. He's from Grand Island. He is talking about Tremaine Edmonds, right there. This morning on WGR, check it out if you missed it, on the Odyssey app, A-U-D-A-C-Y, WGR550.com. That was a regular gig last year in the offseason leading up to the draft. Like every Wednesday, I think they did Joe Marino, so I don't know. Oh, yeah? on, is that on the board? That might be a regular thing, so good. Like something to look forward to for sure. Not it, that, for it, sure is not, it is not on the board, but it is Wednesday. Okay. So, hmm. Mm. I can't <laughs> erase the board. We've got two bets, I think, at least one, that need to be erased. But there's a, there was a spray in here that worked great. And I don't know what that was or where it is. What what I heard, well, I did, I think, if one of those is the Mike McCarthy bet, which I sent you the money for. Yeah. 
I made a, I put a little symbol next to it, like I, I don't know, like a like an X or something. Like this is done. I, I see cross that you crossed it out. out. Yes. Um, but weren't Joe and Jeremy talking about how if you have written in permanent marker on a dry erase board, if you trace over what was written in erasable marker, everything gets erased. I did hear that. That's going to be so tough. I I I I haven't tried it. And why would these markers be permanent markers if they're sitting in here on the dry erase board rack? Good, 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 good question. There was a spray. <laughs> what happened on today's show? There's a quote. There was a spray. <laughs> but the last time I had to erase anything up there, it's just like I squirted this spray on it, and it just came right off, and it starts to drip down the board. So you got to sort of hustle with the eraser yeah, so it doesn't right. yeah. bleed into the other bets. Right. You can't have that happen. Can't, no, no. Correct, though, the McCarthy bet is closed. Yes. He will be the Dallas coach, and Barring I something won. unforeseen, but like this, you know, I said this the other week, like the spirit of the bet was, you know, basically Sean Payton is going to replace Mike McCarthy, and that has not happened. And no. so if if something happens between now and September that he is not the Dallas coach, I would not expect to have won the bet. Like the bet was he's getting fired, and he didn't get fired. So much to talk about this time of year. The Bills go down to Cincinnati. What changes are necessary? Will they make? Will they not make? There's all of that. The Super Bowl itself, Kansas City, Philadelphia. I think we did a lot. I would say we did a lot of that yesterday because I got sort of on a, in a zone on the Eagles, and um, that was that was kind of fun. Certainly, it's uh, going to be topical all week. And there's news with all the teams. You know, you've got Derek Carr visiting with New Orleans. <laughs> I like. I like uh, that Ron Rivera says, Sam Howell, it might be possible for him to win the job. He's the head coach. He gets to decide if it's possible (laughs) who gets to be the starting quarterback. That should be up to him. So, you know, he doesn't have to be so uh, uncertain about it. Is Wentz under contract there still? I think so. And they've got Heineke still too, right? I am going to look. Although he's I enough of a journeyman, so. I guess he, he he could be up, but I don't even. Well, does he ever been on another team, though? No, but he's been there a long enough time that I, I think, hasn't he? Wentz, Heineke, I think a couple yeah. years. Yeah. Is it more than that? Wentz is, there's no dead cap money for Wentz. $26 million is his cap hit. Can they just walk away from him? I'm looking. That would be wonderful for them if they are able to do that. <laughs> I think it would be, yes. Um, yep. Potential out, 2023, no dead cap. Goodbye. Yeah. Is he – what happens? He's in the league, I think. He's gone through three teams now, Carson Wentz, in not that long a time. Yep. And his reputation is not great. That's right. Like, there's there's the, there's the just watching him play and whether you'd want that guy, regardless of his personality – to be quarterbacking your team, and I think you, you know, most sane people would say, "Boy, last resort, maybe, but almost definitely no." And then you mix in like, now maybe it's somewhat mitigated by Indianapolis being the mess that they are, but they could not wait to torch him when they found their way to getting rid of him last year. I know it just seemed like there was a lot of, you know, just this guy's a jerk. And I feel like that followed him to Washington. And those kind of things can take on a life of their own, so maybe it's being exaggerated now. But I'm going a long way to say the guy's not any good and seems like maybe he's a jerk. 
So, like, I don't know where where you go from there in, in your career. In Indianapolis, that one year, I mean, that, that includes a big win over the Bills, 2021 for the Colts. I mean, more of a running day. Jonathan Taylor had five touchdowns, but still. Wentz, 27 touchdown passes, seven picks. Not terrible. Passer yeah. rating, 94.6. Not terrible. I really, I, I don't remember exactly, but I don't think I saw it coming that he would just be dumped on. I mean, I, nobody knew the off-the-field stuff with the owner and, like, what, that there was, like, this almost hatred toward him, it seemed, from within the organization. I don't remember ever hearing about that until the season was over. But, like, was he so bad that they had to get rid of him? I don't remember thinking that. They just, they, they were... A win at Jacksonville away from the playoffs and lost to a team that had won one game. Yeah. We remember it differently then. Okay. Because I I felt like there was just just stuff. Um, Just the the Colts, I thought, torched him pretty bad uh, getting out of there. Heineke, by the way. You got him? Four other organizations. Oh, really? He's 30 years old. I didn't know that. Yeah. Um, I don't know that he. I'm just looking at his career earnings on, on his spot track page. A hundred million dollars. Tell me. <laughs> no, it's seven seven point five. Hmm. Um, but he drew salaries. I mean, a couple of years it was only fourteen thousand four hundred dollars. Is that like I don't even know? Is that practice squad? Not even. Anyway, Vikings, Patriots, Texans, Panthers. Okay. And. The Vikings, both of those years, that must have been right after, yeah, those are his first two years in the league. He, like, you know, $450,000 each of those two years. Oh, so you, you know what? Now I remember around. him starting for Carolina. He started, a, he started a game for Carolina. Okay. That might even be like Cam Newton is in Carolina then. I think that's right. It's eight, 2018 is the year he yeah, was in Carolina. That's Newton, isn't it? Yeah, that's before he went to New England. 2020 is New England for Newton. I have an idea for this Monday Night Football flex uh, announcement, development. Roger Goodell said today that Monday Night games could get flexed out. It's different than Sunday night. I mean, Sunday is just like time of day. But now we're going to move your game to or from Monday. Mm-hmm. You know, flex, though. You know the, the, the way the, the word flexing, you know, sort of means in the, in the common language. Like, oh, you... Uh, you did something well, you want to brag a little bit, you want to flex uh-huh. like this. The, the league could t- t- take more of, a, of that kind of a, of a tack when it comes to this flex stuff. Here's, here's an example. So last year, the season opener was Denver at Seattle on Monday night. I think there was only the one game. Russell Wilson returns to Seattle. That was Monday night football week one. If, if they had sort of figured out that, however they would have, that Denver – was going to be unwatchably bad. They could have flexed that game w- before the season even week, starts. Week, week one. Th- that would be flexing like, you know, you you, yeah, you yeah. kind of mean it when you use the word flex. Bragging about your prowess. We're, we're yeah. taking you out. <laughs> we, 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 flex, yes, means we can change the schedule, but we're doing more than that here. We're taking you off that game in the interest of the American public. We want people to – that's the whole idea here is to put a better game on – how great would that be? The some some the schedule comes out and there's a Monday night game, of course, week one, and you know this maybe somebody gets hurt 
Like the quarterback yeah, that's of the more team. Realistic, yes. Yeah, how would you have known Russell Wilson was going to turn into the disaster he did? No, this right, year. right. But but sure, if he if he or, or, you know whatever whoever the quarterbacks are, somebody gets hurt and it damages the appeal of that of that meeting. You know, then <laughs> that would be you know, like we're going to step in and do something about that. That would never happen, right? No, I don't think so. Like no, anybody, and, Mahomes, Allen, anybody that. Their Monday Night Football Week One, the the quarterbacks injured. They're not flexing out the the game. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I agree. Um, and I, man, I know. I, I'm certainly not immune to complaining about a lousy looking game. When it's a lousy looking game on Monday or Thursday, or even Sunday night. I mean, it does happen. Even though they do get that flexibility later in the later in the season. Um, you know, but this game, ugh, what a dog matchup. Um. I, I don't know. <laughs> Not that. Yeah, how about that? So he knows the word dog, I believe. Stunt is what we dog. Just no, I don't know. A squirrel just jumped from the tree to the gutters or something. It's probably what happened there. I, I don't even know. Sorry. Um, so like, I don't want to lose the necessarily like like say I, I I need to be complaining about that, but I think that moving it from a one day of the week to another day of the week is a big deal. And I also, even even with whatever it is, 10 days or two weeks worth of run-up, um, the idea of doing that for Thursdays, which Goodell broached today, too, said that the potential, like, it's going to happen for Mondays, and I don't know, did he say we'll expect it to, or it's certainly possible yep. that it would happen on Thursdays. Mm-hmm. I mean, the short week, all that, like, you're... I just I think that is a terrible idea. I'm going to just say right now, I'll be stunned if the Players Association signs off on that. I think they hate Thursdays to begin with, and like if they have a vote, if they have a say, and they should, it should be collectively bargained. If you're going to start doing this stuff, um, I, I just I can't imagine the players association going, yeah, oh no, that's fine. Because what you're, you're going to squeeze me into it? Like, is everyone eligible? Like, if I've already done a Thursday, could I get another Thursday because my team's good? I mean, I don't know. That just doesn't that that maybe that's not the way it'll work. Maybe you can't have already been on a Thursday. I don't know. It's just a short week and it blows. Yeah, I, for I the players. I get it. I mean, it's it's going to be controversial, especially on Thursdays, as you're saying. But Mondays could be that too. Sunday is time of day. Nobody's practice schedule or day off is affected. Right. It's just we're playing at night instead of in the afternoon. But I think uh, I think yeah, I think I agree with that definitely. All right. I have just realized another reason to pick the Eagles. Mm. Okay. I've been feeling the Eagles. I'm not, like, married to it, lock of the century, anything like that. But I just came across a good reason to like them. Mike Shope and the Bulldog here, 803-0550. We'll continue next here on WGR. Well, you missed it. Hopefully you didn't, but... Bulldog was just talking like he always does from his house with his possibly family there and the dog. (laughs) And he said the word dog and immediately there was a bark in the background. Fred was was perched uh, looking out the front windows of the attic. I'm I'm Sandra and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. 
So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. Relatively isolated aside from Fred. My wife occasionally is up here, but not even in the room that I'm in. Uh, there's a smaller room off the main room here where the music hall is uh, that I sit in when I do the show. Is so, he is he there right now? He is not here right now. He ran off. He hasn't been back. Since. He barked and ran, which is why I said he wasn't responding to me. Like he saw something outside that needed immediate attention. Okay. Well, so, <laughs> I, I think that could de- definitely be right. But it's amazing, anyway. It was a great coincidence. It was not. It was like a split second. You said dog. Wouldn't dog be a word dogs would know? I don't know. Mm. I've never noticed him responding to the word dog before. Well, we just we just may have witnessed it. So I don't know. I, I yeah, I don't know. I did learn. Nah, I don't need to tell this now. Good dog. <laughs> good right? dog. You ever say good, good dog? Yeah. yeah, but I don't know if. Good dog sounds any different than good boy to him. Okay, well, that's people use different. My wife uses pup. Like, you know, you could go different ways there, but dog seems like a word a dog could know. And so their name, right? Yep. Certain other things. We have been, I have been with him for, he's he's going to be seven, I think, in a a few months here. Um, And he loves, he loves to play. You know, of course, you know he's 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 an energetic. Even for a, he's not a puppy anymore, but he still he loves to fool around. So um, his favorite thing to do is is fetch, right? So oh. he, he various chew toys, and it's always a battle to get him to put things down. Like I don't always want to play the tug of war with things. No. And the latest chew toy he has is so small that there really is no way to comfortably play the like here okay fine let's play tug of war with it until I eventually win and then I'll throw it again and you can go get it. This thing needs to be put down. But for the previous six and a half or six and three quarters years that we've had this dog, I've tried saying different things, put it down, no, um, drop Whatever like words that you just there's no he he can't discern one from the other. He has no idea what I'm saying. It never works, and we just sort of begrudgingly tug of war, tug of war, tug of war. Okay, I got it now and throw it. The other day while doing the show, I think you were off on Thursday, right? Yes. I was sitting here during a break, and he walked up to me, and is sitting at my feet, really cute, with his toy in his mouth, mm. and I just looked at him, and shook my head no, and he put it down. Okay. And then I Intuitive. threw it. He came back and I and I thought, did I just discover like the, did I just unlock the thing to get him to put these toys down <laughs> after almost head. 7 years? Yeah. He came back, same thing. I shook my head no. I didn't even mouth the word. I just shook my head and he put it down again. Well, that's cool. He taught me the much older dog, the young dog, the taught bulldog. this old dog, the bulldog yes. a new trick. Yes. Cuz I was like how did I not realize this before now? Another reason why he would know the word dog, because of your being bulldog. 
but <laughs> sure. my dog has never played fetch once, and he's 16. Wow. He treats the idea with loathsome contempt. I can feel it. <laughs> he's never chased a ball or anything. He's, the only thing that moves him is the doorbell, and that's even rare now because he's old. Yeah. Usually doesn't even bother. <laughs> All right, fetch talk. I want to give you my just newly oh, right. yeah. realized thought on where Philadelphia has an edge Sunday. 803-0550 for your calls. Bill's offseason, Super Bowl coming up. Mike Schopen, the Bulldog here, WGR. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us, and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app.